Hi, and welcome to the South Central PA Mom Fireflies and Whoopie Pie Podcast, where we discuss motherhood, local events, and everything in between right here in South Central PA. So sit back, grab a coffee a while, and settle in for the show. Today, we are going to be talking about International Stress Awareness Week, because I think that stress is something that pretty much all moms are familiar with. Yes, definitely. So the International Stress Management Association created International Stress Awareness Week to focus on stress management and erase the stigma against stress and mental health. Is that something that you feel like you've dealt with um, for you as a mom? Definitely. Um, After I had my second daughter back in 2019, I developed pretty severe postpartum anxiety, which I feel like now it's definitely much more um, accepted and there are a lot of resources for it. But I feel like even as far back as four years ago, it wasn't something that I feel like is as prevalent as it is now. And then COVID hit. So I feel like my mental health, um, it just wasn't, I just wasn't in a, in a great spot um, mental, mentally with postpartum anxiety and then COVID hitting. So definitely as a mom, I've felt it and it's still something that I continue to deal with four years later. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like this is something that I struggle with a lot also, and I totally agree. I don't think that, I mean, even growing up, you know, before I was a mom, postpartum depression wasn't something that anyone really talked about No, or, you know, was really... I mean, I was a kid, so maybe, you know, moms were aware of it, but it was not in the cultural conversation the way it is now. Yes, definitely not. And I think that, you know, looking back, I think that there were a lot of moms that had some sort of a postpartum or maybe wasn't even postpartum, maybe just developing anxiety or a mental health issue while trying to parent. And I feel like they just kind of swept it under the rug. Because it wasn't something, like you said, that was talked about as much as it is now. And I feel like social media has helped that and that aspect, making it more um, applicable that other people are able to, um, you know, touch, touch on it. And you're also able to connect with others who might be feeling the same way that you are. Well, and even aside from it being part of the cultural conversation now, I think that it's more acceptable now for moms to just say like, hey, I'm stressed out. I feel like we have to almost not over exaggerate, but it's like it's not enough for us to just say I'm really, really stressed out. I need a break because we're supposed to be super mom, right? But the truth is, is that like stress can put you at risk for all of these actual physical problems like like heart disease and high blood pressure and strokes and yeah. sleep problems. But if we as a mom were to just say to, you know, someone, yeah, I'm really stressed out. I need some help. I don't think most people would really think much of it because I mean, you're just stressed. Everyone's stressed, right? Right. Yeah. I think it's just how do we manage that stress and how do we go forward, you know, daily with it and how do we 
with ourselves, tell ourselves that it's okay. It's okay to be stressed out and it's okay to admit that maybe you do need some help, um, whether that's from your, your spouse or whether it's from a, a parent, a friend, you know, a neighbor, somebody that, that can help you. And I think, I think for me personally, and I don't know about yourself, it's like, when do I reach that point where I'm like, okay, I need help. You know, I'm stressed. I'm at my max. And what can I do to maybe make sure I don't get to that point where I'm overstressed? What are some, you know, coping mechanisms that I, that can help me or what is, what is something that I can do to prevent myself getting to that point where I am over overly stressed and not that, not that it's not okay to need help, but that I'm at the point where I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm so stressed. I can't, I can't, I can't do this or that I'm, you know, yelling at my kids or I'm so Mm -hmm. overloaded, you know, how can I make sure I don't get quite to that breaking point? Yeah. And even just the daily feeling of being stressed all the time, that's an actual like researching this topic for this week. That's an actual real disorder, like called chronic stress. And again, it can cause real issues. And it's one of the things where, you know, they talk about low energy and insomnia and Mm -hmm. having trouble focusing. And it's, it's like, I can relate to that. Like, yeah, I I think every mom can. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that I would have really connected it with just, well, I have a lot of stress and that is affecting me. Right. I think it's a lot of things. I think it's the food that you eat that also affects you. I think it's, like you said, if you're not getting enough sleep, you know, that can affect it. I think it's just so many things that tie into feeling stress. It might not just be, like you said, a lot on your plate. It just might be, well, maybe you're not eating right, or maybe you're not getting enough sleep, or, you know, maybe something is hurting you physically, but you're just not paying attention to it. So that can also cause stress. Or maybe you do have high blood pressure, but you just don't know it. Um, I have high blood pressure and I didn't know it until I went in for uh, my doctor's appointments when I was pregnant. Like I I had no idea. So I think it's just also making sure you're keeping up with, with those regular doctor's appointments and just also tuning into your body and not just, you know, I have so much on my plate and I'm I'm stressed. I have too much to do. Just, I think it all just ties in together. Yeah. And one thing that I saw that I thought was interesting because this is definitely how I feel and seeing it kind of um, affirmed (laughs) a lot was a little bit nice. And that's that moms are more stressed out than dads are generally speaking. Do you feel that way? I mean, yeah, I can't speak for my husband himself, but I, I definitely think that moms are more stressed or I don't know if it's maybe just females in general. I think we're just wired differently. Um, I definitely think that my husband handles stress better than I do, or at least he just doesn't show it. But I definitely do feel like moms, yeah, I think we put more pressure on ourselves. And I think we feel like we have to do it all. Whereas I, I think dads have a, maybe a different type of focus or just don't put that pressure on themselves that we do. Well, and I know in my experience that dads are judged so much more lightly than moms are. Like, mm-hmm. so for me, I have, we have a big family. I have, we have six kids and 
especially especially when they were younger like I had four kids that were all like five and under and I would take them all to the grocery store and I mean of course it would be like some of them would be screaming if not all of them god help me that happens sometimes yeah yep and when I do it people are giving me dirty looks and you know you should really you know get a hold of your of your kids and you know why don't you? I actually had someone when I walked into Walmart once tell me that my husband and I needed to stop having sex so much. Oh, wow. You know, like nice. people feel yep. entitled to say these things to moms. They do. But my well, husband. Strangers feel the need right. to say anything to you, which blows my mind. <laughs> but then my husband goes out. I am, I kid you not, he took three of our kids. This was a few years ago, three of our kids grocery shopping. And someone was like, you're such a great dad. Here's $50. Enjoy a night out on me. Wow. And it's like, dads, they do anything. It's like, oh my gosh, a dad yeah. changed a diaper. You're so amazing. But a mom, it's like, oh, you're holding your baby wrong. Yeah, you're not you're you're formula feeding or you're breastfeeding mm-hmm. too long or why is it your kid wearing socks? It's like yeah. everyone is sitting yeah. there ready to nitpick everything we do. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I I feel like you nailed it, and it's it's so funny because my my mom and she's she's in her seventies, so definitely you know an older. She had she had my sister and I when she was older, but she just says about my husband and my brother in law. She's just like oh. They're just such great dads. They change diapers. You know, they do this. They're so hands-on. And I'm like, I change diapers. I change way more diapers than they do. You know, mm-hmm. and they are great fathers, my brother-in-law and my husband. But it's just, it's just so funny to me that it wasn't the norm. I think back then, I don't, I don't know if my dad changed any of my sister and my diapers, you know, and he's an awesome father, but I just don't think that was like his role back then. And I think now. He, you know, my husband is just rewarded for doing little things like that or, you know, oh, you're having a girl's night and he's home with the girls. He's so amazing. I'm like, well, yeah, they're his kids too. You know, he should be home with them. (laughs) You know, I'm allowed to go out for a little bit. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's just funny how times have changed, but I can totally relate to what you just said because it's, it's true. And that's why I get groceries delivered because I don't want to deal with that. (laughs) (laughs) Or how about when they, they say like, oh, is, oh, is dad babysitting? Yeah. Uh, He's not babysitting. He's parenting. (laughs) Yeah. He's doing the same thing that I do every day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. It's, but it's funny the fact that complete strangers feel like they have, they just have the audacity to say anything to you. Like so many times I'm out with and I've, I have three daughters. So when I do go out with all three of them, I have people saying like, oh, three girls. That's so precious. So are you going to try for that boy? Oh, that's so insulting. It is because we're not, I mean, for me, I don't have children just to produce a specific gender Mm -hmm. and we're, we're done with three. We are content with having three children. So I just say, nope, I'm, I'm, I'm great with three. I have three beautiful, three beautiful daughters, you know, they're wonderful. They're beautiful. They're healthy. You know, I, what more do I need right now? So it's just, it just blows my mind. Cause I would never think to go up and say that to somebody, you know, as making them feel like their family is incomplete or like my youngest daughter is a mistake in some way because she wasn't, she's not a boy. And it's, ugh, I just, I hate that comment, but I, I don't have it in me to say something rude. So I just say, nope, we're, we're complete <laughs> and move on. <laughs> And they, 
they will say it right in front of your kids too. Mm-hmm. You know, so right. it's 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 like, what kind of message are you sending to my children right now? And then it's like, not to say that this is something I'm not willing to do because, of course, we're always as the mom wanting to step up for our kids. But now that's more stress where it's like, I've got to fix this. I have mm-hmm. to protect my child from what these rude people are saying. Right. Yeah. It's just it just blows my mind because I would never I would never think to say that to somebody. You know, every family looks different. They, just because you don't have, you know, all boys or all girls mixed in, it, it, it's okay. You know, I know a lot of people that have three boys. I know a lot of people that mm-hmm. have three girls and vice, you know, it's, there's no right or wrong family. And it just, I don't know. It just, it, it always rubs me the wrong way, but I think put on the spot, I don't know what to say. And I think that people mean well, they just, it just comes out wrong. So yeah. But my seven-year-old, like she's, she even asks my husband the one time she's like are you are you upset that you don't have a boy and oh he's like no he's like no I love having all girls and that's like, so you know, sad yeah but it's I probably because she's heard those comments and mm-hmm. you know she's aware of well there's only girls in our family and I don't ever want her to to feel like that like she's a mistake or that it's you know our family is wrong because we don't have a, a boy in it so yeah, I just wish people were more mindful of what they what they say. But well, and I don't know if it's necessarily that people are more mindful, um, were more mindful, I should say, in the past than they are now. But I do think that people in general in the past were maybe just more aware of the need to be polite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I say that because one of the other things I found interesting was that. Apparently, studies have found that this generation of moms, our generation, we are more stressed than past generations. And I don't know if it's literally just the constant judgment we get all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like that's, I can, I can see that. Yeah. And I haven't gone and pulled like my mom and my grandmother, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I see that too. And I think, I think just because of the media I think has a lot to do with that. I feel like if you are constantly scrolling or looking on Facebook or Instagram or this or that, and you know, you compare yourself to other moms. I know I do that. I've had Mm -hmm. people who I've just had to unfollow because I'm like, I, I, I can't feel this pressure or feel like I'm doing something wrong because I didn't, you know, make dinner that looked exactly like their, perfect meal looks like, or that they do every night, or, you know, this mom is always dressed to the nine when she's going out to pick up her kids. Like, and I just roll up and, you know, sweat half the time I'm in pajamas and I'm just praying, like, please, I, I really hope that this, I, I don't get in a car accident. Cause then I'd have to get out of my car. <laughs> you know, I'm just hoping this yep. is what, that I'm in my pajamas right now. So, you know, I think for me, it's just, if I'm, following somebody who I feel like is not helping my mental state, then I will just, you know, unfollow them. And I, it took me a lot to realize that that's all I need to do because I don't want to be comparing myself. And I feel like that just adds to stress, at least for me, it does. um, But I think that's probably a reason why moms today are more stressed because you feel like you have to have this Pinterest worthy you know, snack out every day when kids get home from school or Pinterest worthy dinner ready every mm-hmm. evening. And it's just, that's just not possible. <laughs> I mean, if there's moms that do it, great. Like 
hats off to you. But I think realistically, it's just not. Well, social media is one of those things where it's like, I have such a love-hate relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I love it. You know, I love being on it. I especially love how it enables so many people to stay in touch. You know, like on my Facebook page, I have everyone from my grandmother, who was about to be 91 in a few months, to, you know, people that were in my husband's Marine Corps unit, you know, like some of the wives that I was friends with, and they live all over the country now. And that's great. You know, like being able to keep in touch with so many people, like that's so wonderful. But then at the same time, it's, oh my gosh, you go on Instagram and someone has had, you know, this crazy birthday party with like the perfect theme or, you know, maybe it's, someone that I will see and it's like, they've got five kids, but they're way thinner than I am. What's wrong with me? Or, you know, why doesn't my birthday cake look that good when I make it? Or my kids nursery is a wreck. How is yours that perfect? Which this is not on them. It's on me. But social media is just this almost like toxic thing that, you know, it's hard because it's just inviting comparison and that's never healthy. Yeah. And it's, it is a love hate. Like I feel like there's so many times I'm like, Oh, I just want to delete this. But then it's, I get so many ideas from it too. You know, like, Oh, that's such a great idea. Or, you know, Oh, like you said, for the connection of people like my aunts are on it. Um, mm-hmm. So much of my husband's family, he's a huge family, like his aunts and uncles are on it. I know they love seeing our girls. So yeah, it's, it's hard. Um, and I feel like I'm guilty of that. Like I love doing theme birthday parties for my girls. Like I just mm-hmm. did a bluey themed party for them last month. And my husband's always like, oh, you just go over the top. But I'm like, I, but I'm not doing it to compare, you know, I'm doing it because I want to do it for them. Right. I'm not doing it because I'm like, well, I want this birthday party to be better than so-and-so's or, you know, it's just for me, I, I like planning their birthday parties. Um, mm-hmm. He's always like, you just go over the top. And I'm like, yeah, but it's something I like to do. Um, But I never want someone else to like see that, what I planned and think that, you know, they have to do that. Like, that's not why I post it or, you know, do it to think, you know, this way is the way you should do it. I just do it because I enjoy it. I don't think anyone does that. You know, I I think that everyone, you know, if they're putting some incredible birthday party, you know, like that's, it's great. Like you're not doing anything wrong or right. someone, you know, like a friend of mine from high school, that's got five kids and she looks like a supermodel, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, or people that have like these perfect family pictures and it's like, everyone's coordinated and smiled and they look all neat and, <laughs> you know, but the flip side of that is that no one sees Right. You know, the other side of it, like all yeah. the planning that goes into the birthday party or how much, you know, my supermodel looking friend is at the gym, presumably, I'm assuming, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, or um, all the pictures of, you know, kids melting down, like no one puts the bad stuff. You only put the good stuff. So exactly. it's like, but it's, it's hard when it's in your face to take a step back and remember like, hey, this is just a snapshot. It's not someone's yeah. complete life. It's not everything that they do. And I think it feeds into this notion of us feeling like we have to be super mom, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, which again, it's not on other moms. It's just kind of this cultural f- yeah. feeling right now where we all have to 
we have to do it all. You know, like it's great that moms today are able to have so much more freedom. I feel like we do like Mm -hmm. it's so much more accepted for a mom to choose for herself. You know, oh, I want to work outside the home or I'm going to be a stay at home mom or I am going to do this and that. And that's great. But then at the same time, there's still all this judgment where, you know, okay, well, if you stay at home, that house better be perfect and you better be making these amazing meals and planning crazy birthday parties or you know, right, got or else what are you doing when you're at home? Like then you're going to have that judgment. You know, if, if you're not cooking every night because you're staying at home, then what are you doing? So, mm-hmm. and I, I think now it's even harder because I feel like again, back in maybe not my parents' generation, but grandparents, I, you know, the, the wife, the mother always stayed at home while the husband and the father went out and worked. And now I think a mom, like you said, we can do so many things, you know, we can stay at home and work from home and we can, um, or we could just work full time or we can work part time Mm -hmm. and we can have all these side gigs and side things to do, but then that just adds stress to us. You know, Mm -hmm. back when our grandparents, our grandmothers, you know, stayed at home, they didn't, they didn't have to worry about doing anything else. You know, it was unheard of. Well, you're going to do a little side hustle or you're also going to like I, I teach online part time, you know, that that would never have been a, obviously you couldn't have done that back then. But, you know, so I feel like that adds to the stress because we have the capability of doing so many things mm-hmm. that it's uh, overloads our plate. And I last year I said yes to so anything I was asked to do, I would just say yes to it because I felt like I well, I like being busy, A, first of all, and then B, I felt like I couldn't say no. I don't like saying no. Um, so it, it got to me. I think I had like a breakdown last fall and I was almost 20 weeks pregnant. And I was like, I cannot, I cannot do all this. So my New Year's resolution was just to learn how to say no. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do all of this. I'm going to not put so much on my plate. And if that means some people maybe aren't happy with me because I'm saying no, or I'm not pleasing everybody. I need to do what's best for me and my family. And that's what I did. And it's been a much better year this year. And I welcomed my third child. So I really couldn't, you know, say yes to everything too. So, but I had to kind of get to that point where I just couldn't admit to myself, like, I can't do it all. And I need to say no, which is whole. Yeah, because no one can actually be like Supermom, even though I, I really do feel like that's the cultural message that we get. We're supposed to do it all and we're supposed to be mm-hmm. happy doing it all. But yeah. it's an impossible standard to live up to. Like if you work outside the home, you know, like studies have shown even now women who work outside the home are still doing more of the housework and parenting than dads are. And that's not to put down dads. It's just, you know, the way it is. But, you know, it's like you, you can't do everything. We can't do everything. And you're totally right. You have to be able to say no sometimes. But I think that moms in general, we have a hard time with that. Exactly. Yeah. And I have to think of, you know, I have three daughters. I don't want them growing up and remembering me being stressed or not being happy because I have so much on my plate. Mm-hmm. And I do want them to know that you can, I don't want to say do it all, but that, you know, you, you can do whatever you put your mind to, but not in the same sense to overload yourself. Like, no, listen to your body and know when it's okay to say like, okay, enough is enough. I'm, 
I'm, I'm tapped out. I'm at my, my point where I just can't do anymore. Mm-hmm. So I feel like with having three daughters, that's something I want to make sure that I portray to them that like, yes, like I do stay home and I also teach online, but I, I don't overload myself. I, I, I can teach online, but I'm also not teaching, you know, 20 classes a week. I teach six classes and that's enough for me right now where I'm at because could I teach 20? Sure. But then I would have no time to do anything else. So, (laughs) you know, it's just a balancing act. Well, I don't think, I mean, I don't know how you were or what kind of experiences you had growing up, but I know for me, I don't think that we were really told a lot um, that it's okay to say no. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it was like intentional, right. but one of the things you said where it's like, oh, that you can do it all. That's what I grew up with. But in a way that's a kind of damaging mindset because yeah. you can't do it all. No. That's not to say that women cannot work outside the home and raise a family. Like, of course they can, you can do a lot, but you can't do everything. You know, it's like, you have to be able to let some things go. And that's not something that I think anyone really talked about when I was growing up. It was, it was this, I guess the idea of the strong empowered woman in Mm -hmm. you know the eighties and nineties. And, you know, we were, it's like, yeah, you're going to do everything and you're going to be awesome at it. Mm -hmm. And like being successful was, was big, you know, for me, it was when we're growing up, it was, you're going to go to college and you're going to, you know, get this amazing job out of school and you're going to work full time and somehow have children and get married and do all of that too. And I did, I mean, I went to college and I got my teaching certificate. I got my master's degree before I had children, but then now you know, I'm not teaching. I'm at home and raising my girls because I knew for me, I couldn't do it all. I couldn't do both. I couldn't work full time teaching and try to have a family. Because for me, I felt like I, when I was at school all day teaching, I was with someone else's children, which was great. I loved my students, but then I wasn't with my own. So to me, I couldn't wrap my head around that. Um, And I felt like I'm either going to be an awesome teacher or I'm going to be an awesome mom, but I can't be awesome at both. So obviously I picked being a mom and not that I'm an awesome mom because I'm clearly, I have my faults, but at least a better mom than I could have been as a teacher at the moment. I think, I think we're allowed to say I'm an awesome mom. Yeah. (laughs) I shouldn't say I'm sure I'm an awesome mom, but I'm not (laughs) a perfect mom. How about that? Nobody. (laughs) And I think that's one of the the things that like you mentioned, when it comes to how we handle stress, that's important. Like as moms, especially, it's so hard, but we have to be able to take the time to unplug and put our needs first. Yeah. And that's, oh, I feel guilty about that. Like all the time, all the time. Yeah, I do too. I'm going to Florida in January for my sister's 40th and I'm already feeling guilty. And I'm like, why do I feel guilty? You know, I never leave my children. Mm -hmm. I haven't left them. And, but then my husband takes trips, like he goes on golf trips and he does this and he does that. And I'm like, you know, if he can go, why can't I go? Why, why am I feeling this guilt that I'm sure he doesn't, doesn't feel, (laughs) you know? And it's just, but again, I think it's just the, the mom mentality, I guess. I don't know that we have is we're feeling this guilt and we shouldn't feel that way. 
Mm-hmm. And, and we're allowed to take trips. We're allowed to leave our kids for a couple days. They'll survive. <laughs> yeah. My husband had a work trip to Nashville earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously while he was there, you know, in like the evenings and um, when he had free time, he was seeing the sights. And mm-hmm. that didn't bother me. You know, I wasn't like upset, you know, like he's telling me, oh, I'm going to such and such place and and I'm going to see this. And it's not like I was mad at him. So why do I feel like I'm doing something wrong if yeah. I do that? Right. I think because we're afraid of the judgment, like we're going to get, you know, we post pictures, you know, we're, you know, away celebrating my sister's 40th. And then it's like, oh, well, why aren't you, aren't you, aren't you nursing? Don't you have a, you know, a less than, because my daughter will be less than a year when I go, like, why aren't you home with her? And, you know, it's, I don't, but we shouldn't feel that way. You know, it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay to, to take those trips. And I feel like for your children to see that too. I think it's, it's good for them to see that, you know, mommy, mommy is going to celebrate aunt Lauren's birthday and, you know, she's gonna, and it's okay for them to just be with just dad because then dad gets a taste of what you do on a daily basis, which is never a bad thing. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's good for kids to see that mom is a person besides just mom. Yeah. You know, I think that they forget that. And I don't, I don't blame them for that. When I was a teenager, I don't think I had any thought at all of my parents as people beyond just my parents. Right. Um, but I think that's, that's good for them to see. Yes, to see that you have friends or that you have other things that that you do and have interests interests in, I think is is important for them to see. It's mm-hmm. funny. My daughter is seven, and she will always look at our. I have this photo album up in our office of all pictures of before we had her. She's our oldest, so before we had children, and she looks through it, or she'll look at our wedding album, and it's she'll just study it. And I think it's because she can't believe that there was a life before her, (laughs) you know, it's, whoa, mommy and daddy, like they, they went places, they did this, you know, it's, and I tell her all the time, like jokingly, like, yes, like mommy and daddy had a life before we had, (laughs) before we had you and your sisters, you know, it wasn't just like, you you know, our life, obviously our life started in some way when we had her, but in a different way, but we had, we had a life too. And I think it's important for for her to know that and to realize that, that we are people with interests and hobbies and things just like she is. So, so what are some ways like, I mean, besides obviously like going on fun trips, cause obviously everyone wants to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are some ways that you um, de-stress like just on a more regular, like day-to-day basis? Um, going outside. I feel like especially mm-hmm. when the weather is as nice as it is now before it gets cold, you know, in the, with the winter months coming up, I try to be outside, um, taking walks. I like to read. Uh, I like to watch, I, it sounds silly, but I like to watch TV. It's, I feel like mm-hmm. because I plug in and I don't have to think about anything. So even just like watching one show at night, that is just a silly show. It doesn't even have any, not something that I have to really be paying attention to, but it's a good way for me to just unwind after a long day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, journaling, I've started to get into journaling. And I feel like that really has been helping me. I bought recently, I just bought three notebooks on Amazon, and they were all they're all just different colors. Um, but I bought three because I want to start writing things to my daughters, 
and just it thinks funny things that they say or just things that I know that I'm going to forget. Like my four-year-old says, instead of saying backpack, she says pack pack. And <laughs> it's just cute when she says it. I'm like, I'm going to forget that she's saying this in another year from now when she's not saying it. So like I jot it down, like, you know, you're four and you say pack pack and it's so cute. So for me, just writing is very therapeutic for me. So yeah, I've started doing that and writing just little notes for the girls. Um, and I know it, I know it sounds kind of morbid, but I lost a friend earlier this year in March and she was same age as me. And I feel like that really hit me and I'm 35. Um, so I feel, and she left behind four young children. So I, the thought of just writing things down too, in case, I mean, God forbid something were to happen, at least they would have that as a memory, something recent. So yeah, mm-hmm. not to not to get off track or get, you know, morbid or anything, but that's just kind of why I've gotten into journaling recently. Yeah. No, I think that makes total sense. And I know for me, one thing that has helped a lot has been to I don't want to say lower my expectations, but um maybe be a little more realistic. Um yeah. I remember reading something somewhere where it talked about you know, whatever you can accomplish that day, that's enough. You know, if you don't have the ability to take a full shower, but all you can do right then is maybe wipe your face off and brush your teeth. Hey, that's okay. Don't beat yourself up over it. You did what you can. And with stress specifically, I know one thing that gets talked about a lot is, you know, oh, exercise. And that's so good for lowering your stress levels. And it's totally true. It's not that it's not true. And I love the idea of working out. I actually miss going to the gym, but a lot of times for me, it feels like, where am I even going to have the time to do that? Right. Me too. You know, I feel like my days are so full and before I know it, the day is over and I'm so exhausted that all I want to do is just lay there. So what I try to do now is kind of temper my expectations in that, you know, Hey, I went for a 10 minute walk today. That's a win. Right. You know, like I did some yoga on YouTube for 15 minutes and I will feel a lot better, even though it's not, you know, this huge thing where I'm sweating all over the place, but I got to move around a little bit and I feel better afterwards. Yeah. And I think that's great. And I think, like you said about trying to fit in the gym, well, probably if you did then go to the gym, you would maybe put even more stress on yourself because you would say like, oh, like here's this person and they're working out at this machine and I can't do that machine at least. I mean, I can't speak for you, but that's how I felt when I used to go to a gym. I would feel Mm -hmm. even more stress. I'm like, well, this isn't working. This is supposed to be relieving stress. And for me, it was adding more because I felt like I didn't know how to use the certain machines or I felt like I would see this person and I'm like, why don't I look? you know, like that person looks well, they're, you know, they're using the same machine as me, or am I ever going to look like that? You know, it just, for me, it added more stress. So I think working out for me, working out at home or getting outside is way better for me than actually going to a gym. But, and I do like going to the gym, just generally speaking, but it does take me a while to feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to say like the first, like five or six times I'm like, 
feeling yeah. very um, yeah. out of place. And it's like, everyone's watching me and they're sitting there thinking like, look at that girl. Like, why is she even here? And mm-hmm. after a little while, I eventually feel more comfortable and it's like, yeah, I belong here. I'm okay. Yeah. But at it first take it, it takes a while. <laughs> Definitely. That's why I, I started then just doing classes, which I do miss. I do miss the classes. Um, mm-hmm. it felt like they were better for me than just going into the gym and trying to handle the trying to figure out how to maneuver the machines and everything. So I do miss that, that aspect of it. But like you said, it's just trying to find the time. And in the season of life that I'm in, I just, I just can't with a seven, four year old and seven month old, I can't try to fit that in. (laughs) So yeah. And you know, the thing that I think that is important to remember is like I said, if you can't take an hour to work out, you know, and you're looking up all these things, how do I feel less stressed? And you will see working out exercise come up over and over again. You know, maybe this is, again, that super mom mentality where we have to do everything and we have to do it and be amazing at it. But hey, working out includes just taking a 10 minute walk a few Mm -hmm. times a week. Like you can take it down a few notches if that's what you need to do. But getting outside, just kind of moving around a little bit, that'll help your stress levels too. Right. Yeah. And I think just being our own biggest cheerleader, you know, just, Mm -hmm. Hey, like, that's great. Like I got outside for 10 minutes and I walked and, or I ran a mile and it was just a mile, you know, it wasn't six miles like so-and-so is doing and, but that's okay. Like you, Mm -hmm. I think we're so, we're so hard on ourselves. And I think that everybody is like we're our own worst critic, but I, I think, just celebrating those little milestones or those little achievements that we do. Or even if, if you don't have a journal, maybe just get a journal and just write something, just write something positive about yourself or something positive that you accomplished that day. You know, that could really just build up somebody's self-esteem and confidence in themselves. Just writing, writing that down or putting a sticky note on your mirror, like, Hey, like I ran one mile today, like, or I'm awesome or stuff like that. I think I think it really helps in the long run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one thing that I really want to encourage people to do, <clears throat> and I've written about this um, for South Central PA mom, is to not be afraid to ask for help if you need it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I, oh gosh, how many years ago now? I don't know, five or so, four or five years ago. Um, I finally kind of got up the courage to go to the doctor and and tell them, like, look, I am angry all the time. I'm stressed all the mm-hmm. time. I don't feel like I can control it. I need help. That was so hard to do. Yeah. And it, it it shouldn't be, but it was. Like, I felt so much shame over having to say that. And I was worried, like, by saying, I'm an angry mom. Or, like, are they going to send CPS to my house? Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. N- no, they're not going to. They're going right. to say, okay. But these are the thoughts you have. Yeah. You know, that's, that's fine here. We're going to help you. Like it's, it's not something you have to be scared of. And if you are stressed all the time, like it's okay to ask for help. Mm -hmm. You should ask for help. That's what it's there for. No one's going to judge you. Like, I think it was hard for me at the time to realize that, you know what, there's millions of people out there who have things like depression and anxiety. If you have postpartum depression, there are millions of moms who have gone through that same thing and there's nothing wrong with it. It's a medical right. condition. You have not failed. No, definitely not. And I, I was happy to see 
throughout my last pregnancy this past year that they're really more on top of it, like asking you questions, having you do those mental health checks and questionnaires um, almost almost at every visit. They're really checking in on you, following up more after you have the baby. Um, even my daughter's pediatrician was asking me, you know, like, how are you doing? How are you feeling? And I, I don't remember that with my first two. So I definitely feel like they're, um, it's just, it's, I don't want to say it's becoming more normal or, but I think, I think so many women are feeling postpartum, either anxiety or depression. And I think that more doctors are aware of it. So um, they are taking the means to help all those moms, which I think is great. Yeah. And so overall, I think that these are all good things to keep in mind, especially during a week that is dedicated specifically to understanding what stress can do and how to manage it. Yeah. Like, yes, moms are stressed, but you know, you don't have to live that way. Yeah, reach out, um, connect with, connect with loved ones, friends, you know, family, people that can can help you. Um, you know, it's it's okay. It's okay to to feel stress and recognize it and get help. It's it's okay. It's okay to not be able to do it all. That's our episode for this week. New episodes will drop every Monday. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss out. Leave us a review and share to help other moms find us. Thanks for stopping by the Fireflies and Whoopie Pie podcast, the only podcast by South Central PA moms for South Central PA moms. Until next time.